Please pray with me. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts and the actions of our lives be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Well, happy Thanksgiving to you once again, and I do pray that this would be a great Thanksgiving for you. I know this isn't the Thanksgiving that you had planned. I remember back to the spring earlier this year when we had to celebrate Easter not here in church together, but separately in our own homes. And as I reflected upon that, I, I thought, you know, there are two ways to think about this. One is you can think about what, what a horrible thing this is, that we have to celebrate Easter separately and not together in order to bring our hearts, our voices to God's praise for the glorious resurrection of Jesus, our Savior. What a tragedy. That, that this pandemic was placed in the midst of a holy time for us. But then I thought, there's another way to think about it, isn't there? Not that this pandemic was placed in the midst of a holy time, but that a holy time was placed in the midst of a pandemic. And that's what I think about for Thanksgiving as well. You may not be celebrating together with your family or extended family in the way that you normally were or in the way that you wanted. But Thanksgiving isn't ruined by any means. Thanksgiving is a time to give thanks to the Lord for all of the blessings you have. And maybe this year you are understanding those blessings in new and better and deeper and profound ways. Because when those things are taken away from you, or when you can't do them as you normally would, you realize how important they were to you. What a gift they were to you. And gifts, that's really what I want to talk about today. And when I mean gifts, I'm not just talking about things that we receive. I'm talking about what a gift really entails. What's all involved with a gift? Because a gift is not merely a gift, some tangible thing given from one person to another. A gift is all about a relationship. A gift creates a relationship. A gift solidifies and strengthens a relationship. That's what's so wonderful about gifts. Not that they simply bring joy to one moment in one lifetime, but they can bring lifetimes together. And if we think about the gifts that we receive, we'll think a lot not just about those gifts, but about the givers. And when we think about the givers giving gifts to us, we have the full picture in front of us. We're thinking about those relationships that are so dear and important to us. And so on this Thanksgiving, I want us to think about the gifts that we receive from our God. Because when we think about the gifts that we receive from our God, it's not just the gifts that we will be considering. We will be considering that relationship, that relationship that God has with us, that we have with him, and we will see how those gifts that we receive bring us closer together in that loving relationship that God has intended for us. 
So think for a brief moment, what are some of the gifts that God has given you? If you're watching this from home with your family, you may even want to pause the video and have a family discussion. What are some of the gifts that you have been given by God that you are truly thankful for this year? All right, so pause, talk, and come back. Did you pause? You're supposed to pause. All right, we'll, we'll talk together. Some of the gifts that God has given you this year. Now, as you think about that, it could be anything, right? I'm just going to take something uh, out of my little hat and we'll talk about it. Maybe this year is a year that you are really thankful for the gifts of your house. That in this time of having to shelter in place, that you had a place to shelter in. And what a blessing that has been. What new memories you have created this year in that house. Well, as you think about that house, think about not just the house, but about that relationship. That relationship that that gift has given to you and your God. Sometimes when you give a gift, you say, it's not the gift, it's the thought that counts, right? Well, what thought is behind God giving you that gift of your house? What did he need to do to make that possible? I suppose there's a lot of different details you could focus on, but maybe the picture might sound something like this. First, God had to make some big trees, big trees that would grow tall and strong, and then he would need some people to harvest those trees, to cut them down, and to change those trees into lumber. And he had to have some special people with special skills that knew what to do with that lumber, that knew how to put it together. The, the architects, the builders, the planners, they all had to have the right skill and knowledge to make those trees from wood and lumber into four walls and a roof above you. Not to mention all of the processes in between to put a house together, all of the little details that you need to fill in that home. And they all get back and forth from one place to another on the system of roads, uh, trains, the, the network of transportation that we have in our world. And in order to create that, God had to make people to invent all of those things, to take care of them. Where does the fuel come from in the vehicles that go back and forth? All of these things. Pretty soon, as you're thinking about that gift of your house, your eyes begin to be opened, right? This is about a relationship. The gift of your house is that relationship of God between you, but it's not just about you, is it? Did you start to understand how many different people God needed to involve in order to make that house for you? And we didn't even touch upon the fact that you need a job. In order to have that job, you needed skills. In order to have those skills, you needed education. In order for that education to happen, you needed teachers. And those teachers needed all of the blessings and gifts that they have in order to teach some of you. Some of you are harder to teach than others. Isn't that true? Maybe. Do you start to see the, pic the picture? Relationships. Gifts. These things go together. 
the gifts that we have from the Lord, they help us to understand our relationship to him a little bit better. Because our gifts didn't just get here. Think about all of the time and planning that was behind them. All of the thought and intention of our Lord. See, as you think about Thanksgiving and think about the gifts that God has given to you, it should open your eyes to all of these things. Martin Luther, as he was talking about the Lord's Prayer, when he got to the petition where we say, give us this day our daily bread, Martin Luther really understood that daily bread to stand for everything that the Lord gives to us. Because when he thinks about the bread that we eat, he had this same kind of conversation. Well, bread doesn't just magically appear, does it? The, the bread might be made with different things in it, the, the wheat and the flour. Well, in order to get that, you needed somebody to grind it up. In order to get that, you needed somebody to grow and harvest the wheat. In order to do that, you needed somebody uh, to provide the rain, the sun. Wait, wait a second, that doesn't just happen on its own, does it? God does that. And Martin Luther said that there's some places where we can see God's hand very clearly in our world, that he is at work. But there are other places, like that farmer, like that person who ground up the crop. You may not see God in that. It might look ordinary to you. That's just somebody doing their job. But Martin Luther said, that's God. He's at work. He's using that person but he's using that person to bless you, to bless all of the people around you. See, Martin Luther understood the gifts that we receive from the Lord. They bring us into a set of relationships, and we begin to understand those relationships in new and profound ways. We're not here alone. Our God has put us here in this wonderful world, and the gifts that he gives to us as we see them, and we thank him for those gifts, we start to realize God used other people, other people to bring those gifts into our lives. And so we're grateful not only to God, but we're grateful for the people around us. Suddenly our gratitude is multiplied and grows more and more and more. In our gospel reading today, as Jesus was teaching the disciples about our Lord's hand in this world. He taught them to see our God is actively involved in this creation. See, God is not some far off and distant God. Our God is a God of relationships. He is a God who has formed and created a relationship with each one of us through faith in Jesus. But he also puts us into this network of relationships with other people. Not just the body of Christ, but with all of our friends, family, and neighbors, whether or not they know and love Jesus like we do. And our God blesses all of them. He gives them those gifts, those gifts which are intended to bring them into these relationships. But not everybody recognizes that. Not everyone knows that these are gifts from God's hand and gives him thanks for it. That's a special blessing that we have. And Jesus talked about that in the gospel reading. He said, when you look around and you see the birds, you see how beautiful they are. 
That didn't just happen. Our Lord did that. He created them. And when you see the, the flowers in the field, when you are impressed by their beauty, that wasn't just an accident. God did that. He created that beauty. He created all of those flowers. He is intricately involved in our created world even today. And Jesus said, but that's not all. Did you know that if that's how God cares for his creation, stuff that's here today and gone tomorrow, how much more intimately involved is he in your life? How much more connected is he in your world, blessing you and taking care of you? Jesus wanted to open his disciples' eyes to the fact that God is a giver, and he is intricately involved in our world, yes, even today. But some of this, some of his involvement, it took a lot of thought and planning, didn't it? Like we talked about with that house, it didn't just happen overnight. It took time, well in advance before we ever had that house or before we even thought about it, before we were even born, maybe. God was growing those trees, trees that he knew would be the frame of our house. But there's so much more. See, before the foundation of the world, before we were even a thought, God was thinking about us. God knew about us. And God loved us. God loved us so much that he saw that even though he would create Adam and Eve out of his love, he knew that they would disobey him. He knew the consequences that that would bring, sin and death. But God loved them so much. He loved us so much that before the foundation of the world, God had a plan how he would save them, how he would save you and me. He knew that he would send Jesus, his son. He knew that Jesus would enter into this world and suffer and die and rise again. And through Jesus' death and resurrection, our sins would be forgiven. We would be put to death with him as we were joined with his death in our baptism we would also be joined with him in his resurrection, and we would be raised to new life. He would give us that gift of faith through parents, grandparents, Sunday school teachers, pastors, DCEs, and other people in our lives who would teach us about Jesus. God planned all of that. God knew all of that because he knows you. When you're gathered today with family and friends as you make your phone calls or have your online video chats with friends and family near and far, think about the gifts that God has given you. And think about the relationships that those gifts have created. And as you think about them, give thanks. Give thanks to God the giver. Give thanks to the one who not only gave us the gifts, but gave us the people, the relationships, the relationship we have with our Savior above all, 
but also those other relationships. Our God loves each and every one of us, and he is intimately involved in our life. Though this holiday isn't going maybe how you planned it, our God knew what was happening, and he made it possible for you to have something to give thanks for, to give thanks to him, the giver of all good things. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, keep our hearts and minds in Jesus Christ, our Lord and risen Savior. Amen.